All right, what's up, guys? This is 301 Podcast. I'm Bryce Davis. That's Gareth Campbell. What's up? And that's Clayton McCorder. Hey, what's up? And we are here to do a maybe a little bit late. We're definitely fucking late. Definitely yes. late. Just chock full of spoilers edition of Marvel's finale, good old Endgame. Which, right off the bat, I could say that we pretty much all love. It was yes. pretty much rock solid. I was I was a big fan of it. Alright, so I guess let's kind of just take it the way we've taken the movies before. Let's kind of start with the, the <clears throat> weird-ass opening. Yeah. About how it's like the only movie I've seen... Where it starts right the fuck in. Yeah, like there's it there's no segue, no sign or yeah. anything between yeah, there's the no like classic Marvel pre credits, like or not pre credits, but like the pre comic book rule. It's a comic book sort of intro. Yeah, and and it doesn't do that until after that scene. Yeah. And so it's it, super jarring. It one hundred percent felt like you were watching a trailer for a Hawkeye movie. That's what I thought. That's all you saw. That's, that's what, what I, I leaned over and said to Clay. And I mean honestly, I would have at the start of the movie you telling me a solo Hawkeye movie, I thought it would have sucked. But seeing the fucking crazy shit that came with Hawkeye later, yes, that would that have been was, fucking... That would have been great. Dopest of dope. And then, so directly after that, we get the immediate response to the end of Infinity War. Yes. We get them trying to figure out where Thanos is and what he's doing and all that shit and they're searching the universe for him and shit. And um they go and find him and that if I'll be damned if that scene is not fucking hilarious watching Blue Shrek <laughs> fucking walk around his swamp. It's purple. Oh, excuse me, He's I'm colorblind. colorblind. <laughs> yeah, be sensitive, dude. That that was honestly It's a hot button. Honestly. Issue. Honestly, very troubling of you to say. So um, I'll say it again. He's purple. <laughs> Have we hit our first problematic saying? Problematic, brother. It's not my fault. Your eyes are very stupid. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I, for one, when they just get in there and start beating his ass. Yeah. That's dope, especially since they have Captain Marvel, so you know he can't win the fight. Look, yep. no, she's a nuclear bomb flying around. And then Thor just fucks him up. Doesn't give a fuck yep. about nothing. Just fucking cuts his arm and then decapitates his ass. Cuts that his... was... that. I know it's not intended as a jump scare, that made me jump whenever the musical cue came in. I mean, that was definitely jarring, for sure. Yeah. I, I did not expect... I mean, I've read the comics and shit. I knew how the movie ends. Yeah. But I definitely would not have expected yeah, the death not. of Thanos right off the bat. No, I was like, what the fuck? And don't get me wrong, that scene was cool, and, like, the pieces of the Avengers coming together to do that is pretty cool. Yeah. But, god damn it, if this three-and-a-half-hour movie didn't have the... Like a very unnecessary period. The first forty-five minutes. And yeah, as soon as Thanos dies for the first time, and then we get the five years later credit, and the credits come. That's all fine, whatever. And then we get just such fucking stupidly unnecessary exposition. Like we literally had to see fucking. It was panning over the city, showing what happened to the city. There's garbage bags everywhere. There's no garbage people because half of everyone died. But Captain America as like a fucking depression grief counselor or some shit. That was so dumb. Such like ham-fisted fucking exposition. Like that scene was... That looked like a deleted scene. Like that did not need to fucking be there. That didn't push anything along. Was not any... We Of all the characters in this movie... Iron Man, fucking Thor, and Captain America definitely in no fucking way in hell need any additional exposition or explanation of their character. Like, you know the torment Iron Man and Cap are going through. Like, there's absolutely no way. Yeah. No, I I mean, I I liked the... I I liked the fact that it showed him in a leadership position still. Uh, Captain America, since that's sort of like his his shtick, he's yeah. always been like the, the like the like the lawful good 
kind of guy. I, and I mean, I definitely thought it was a little overdone, but yeah, I I, I did like the scene. A little, a little deliberate, like yeah, like I, I just hate when you have a scene like that. Like what he was saying, he could have been saying to anyone. Yeah, like it, it didn't really have any meaning. It was more of him explaining his feelings at that time. Yeah, they, they could have put it in with him speaking to the other Avengers. With the, yeah, with him anyone. talking to Black Widow two fucking minutes later. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you're saying it, it, like, shows him in a position of leadership or of power or whatever, but then it cuts to Black Widow leading the search yeah, for the, the new stones or yeah. whatever. And, uh, it's... Uh, it's just super weird. Like, I don't know. I, I just think that that 40 minutes... Like that that period leading up to Ant Man sure, randomly yeah, appearing yeah. in that fucking van, <laughs> and which is fucking wonderful. I he, love Paul Rudd. Yeah, <laughs> he's I, great. I remember seeing Ant Man, uh, like the original Ant Man. I did when I watched Ant Man and the Wasp. I was kind of it was hit or miss. Like I didn't really care for it. Yeah, but. Paul Rudd definitely brought so much comedy that I didn't think the movie really needed. But, but it definitely benefited from it. Oh, yes. yes. When, when they're doing the first time travel tests, and he's like, somebody pissed my pants. <laughs> I don't know if it was me. <laughs> he's like, it was either old me, young me, or... Me, me. Or, or it, was, it could have been me. <laughs> could have been me, me. Yep. Yeah, I, I've always been... A- been a fan of him. And yeah, I like Ant Man. How he plays Ant Man, I think he does a good job of it. Oh, and can we talk about the super missed scene of why didn't we see Black Widow and the Hulk fuck? Come on, bro. They were giving each other fuck eyes the whole time. <laughs> Especially when you have Oscar Isaac's voice coming out of the real Hulk wearing a sweater vest. Hulk in a sweater vest. Where the fuck do you buy a Hulk sized sweater vest? He's like the size of 10 fucking. Men's warehouse. <laughs> Where do you get big old bitch size like that? The big and tall, bro. <laughs> big and tall. Go and order a Thanos inside of the fucking big and tall store. Can I get a uh, 14XL sweater vest, please? <laughs> And then, um, um, so from there, everybody comes together. We finally get the, uh, the solution with Paul Rudd figuring out the like time travel, fucking yeah. inner space bullshit. And the only thing I like really clearly remember from that scene is fucking the horrendous CGI when he time travels in the fucking back of the van. Like, the back of the van literally just looks like a TV playing, like, a while you're on acid, watch this compilation (laughs) on YouTube. Like, uh, it was just, like, the the, the only thing I noticed in that scene. And then, but we did, I mean, that progressed into, like, one of the cooler things that, I mean, me, even as somebody who's read the Infinity War comics and stuff, like, I, I mean, the time travel way of going about it, I mean, there's a couple ways the Infinity War resolves. But I, I definitely didn't expect the fucking kooky ass time travel shit which I mean was I, really cool I didn't see it coming I thought they did it really well oh yeah and I definitely didn't expect like, like I, I, mean, I guess that's not what I'm trying to say I definitely was taken aback by their explanation of how they're gonna go about it yeah because yeah. like the the weird my universe like me changing my universe cannot affect the previous of my own universe yeah. because my universe led me to here so I can't change what led me to here yeah, I, I thought that was really well done. I liked how they, how, how they actually had a. They, they made their own fucking rules for time travel. Exactly. They, yeah. They even went out of their way to make fun of Back to the Future and all that shit. Yeah, they had their own rules for it. They had their own way that makes sense in the Marvel universe for Which it is to great. happen. Unlike Game of Thrones, where they made their own rules and they break their own rules. <laughs> They actually, Marvel made their own rules for time traveling, and then they and followed they their own. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but, so, a big one, to kind of skip all the way to the end, just because this is a talking point that kind of needs to come here with a time travel conversation. So, Cap ends up finally getting to live the life with the girl that he wanted, right? Hey. So, so, in his lineage, in his reality, he goes, at the age that he is, at that, like, 40 years old, goes yeah. back to when she's 40. Mm-hmm. Right, and then lives that. So, by that logic, in that universe, there is still the sleeping cap. Yes, because hmm. yeah. he he goes when he's frozen. Okay. So, did he have to kill Cap hmm. 
What like because Cap would have still a couple years later or that year or whatever would have emerged. Yeah, he would have emerged in twenty eleven. Oh yeah, no, actually, I guess that would have been all those years later. Yeah, because he emerges. I don't remember. So so that yes, so logically, then old Cap would have had to either leave him frozen or Merc about to emerge. Cap. I bet because thinking back, the way that Cap comes back into the modern world is there's an expedition out to wherever the bomber crashed then they they bring him back because the group finds him so I bet he just told that group to fuck off and not or go went there first or, or something went there first yeah. yeah yeah. that's pretty dark that's like a definitely it's very dark, dark yeah. for him to live that life he would have had to get rid of yeah that that reality that, yeah that yeah. Yeah. that's true that, that's what I was thinking when like as soon as I saw Captain America fist fighting with Captain America, yeah, I just that was, was a cool scene. I was too. just like looking at like how how fucked up that would fuck up that lineage, like that time, that you know universe what? as Captain America. Yeah. What happened to Loki? Loki got the Infinity Stone and just fucking disappeared. What the fuck? Yeah, that's true. What happened in that in that universe? How did they get that one back? Whoa! It's, Loki disappeared. Whoa! Never got brought up again ever. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, but they have them. But Infinity War. No, no, no. Infinity, okay, okay. They in, Infinity War. Thanos kills Loki. So what happens to? So so I I forget. Remember when they go back to the military installment in the seventies? Yeah. Oh. He gets the, Tony gets the test right there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So Loki never got that in the. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so so that's a different Oh yeah, because they a, even say that in the movie they have to go further back because Loki yeah. got it. Okay. Oh god. Yeah, okay. I, I totally drew a blank. Don't get Those actually just fucking with my brain. <laughs> yeah. The, that trip to that tr- drunken trip to Applebee's was well worth it. Pair of jacks, rock and rolls. I'm attempting it. they wouldn't accept my temporary ID, so I'm attempting to drink a soul cerveza and it is very hard to do. Let it be known, everyone listening, that Garrett has recently turned 21. Uh, May 6th. And has drank a decent amount of shots today, but is currently drinking his first whole beer. And Which we have to finish gross. before the end of the podcast. Oh, I'll finish it. I won't be happy about it, but I'll finish it. <laughs> you, you gotta... I'm halfway done and you're not even... <laughs> I barely passed the neck. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> so... Just kind of skip around because we don't need to do a fucking synopsis. Yeah, this no. movie. Just kind of jump. If you're listening to this, you've already seen it, or you you know the story. Or you don't enough. care. Or so, you don't care. I just love the idea of when Clint and Black Widow are going to get the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. That they are fighting at the edge of the cliff to for which one of them gets to commit suicide. Yeah. Like, that was I mean, a wonderful scene. It was a great scene. It was, it was awesome, cool. Scarlett Johansson, very attractive. Boss. Very attractive. <laughs> the issue is, that in that scene, it was well lit. It was it was good. What's it was his name? Ch- Jeremy Renner? He's also pretty attractive. Jeremy Renner with that fucking crazy mohawk. Damn, this lame tattoos. For fucking, real. That, oh, that yeah, that whole Fuck scene. my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. He, it does it for me. Bro, for when sure. he's out there murking those Yakuza, That dude, was sick. He's got my boy pussy wet, dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he got me sopping. Yeah, that was, a, that was a really cool sequence. I would have loved to see a... Like a standalone movie of those five years of uh, Hawkeye, just what he does, yeah, yeah. See, killing all the gangs the, and shit. The them searching for Thanos years yeah. would be very cool because it alluded to War Machine in fucking Mexico hunting the cartel. Yes, that's that dope as so shit. Cool. That's a cool ass R-rated fucking movie. Exactly. That's cool as hell. I want to hear Rhodey say motherfucker so bad. I also hate the idea of there's a section of planets getting searched by rocket raccoon. Like, yeah. well, I mean, it makes sense because from he's a badass. Yeah. It's just a dude with a gun, a little motherfucker with a he's gun. A, not only he's not just a little motherfucker with a gun. He is a little motherfucker that is a genetic experiment with a gun. Thank you very much. That dictates that he has superpowers. So he has fragile DNA. Shabby, uh, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, it is super, 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 super weird that Chris Pratt had no. Almost nothing to do with this movie. But he had like four yeah, lines. Yeah, especially if you're fucking up. Not Chris Pratt, but Star fucking up last movie. He didn't have a chance to like really redeem himself this movie yeah. at all. I, I, I think that's like super 
besides the point because yeah, I mean, if you remember back to uh, uh, Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. that's not an Avengers movie. That is Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, and I mean, this is Avengers: Endgame, but it is really, truly only about those who survived. Because yeah, that's true. every person who, I mean, 100%, Chris Pratt, his character gets about as much on-screen time as Valkyrie, who is, who's only yeah. in the movie, like, very, for she that final like five battle. speaking scenes. Yeah, for the yeah, final Black battle. Black didn't have a lot either. Yeah. And, and he had that scene where he was running with the gauntlet. That, that's the perfect comparison. Yeah. T'Challa had the exact same amount of screen time as Chris Pratt because... He didn't even do the thing. Because they saw this reality's... Um, they saw this reality's Valkyrie. Remember mm-hmm. when she get they get off the boat? So yeah. So she she definitely had quite a bit more speaking, but um. That's true. But yeah, no. Uh, it's of course it doesn't focus on Star Lord or Black Panther because they died. Like it, it yes. is focused on those who survived. Yeah. Like the chosen few who had to come together. Who I mean, ironically <clears throat> enough, like Save a lot the of day. them aren't are, are going to be who saves the day, and they I mean they didn't survive. Like yeah. I mean, Cap chose his own death. And I mean, also shout out to Scarlet Witch being a total fucking badass. Yeah, she was sick. That 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 is my favorite line in the movie. Of you took everything from me, and Josh Brolin's Thanos just says, "I don't even know who you are." That was <laughs> That's so, so sick. sick. But she was badass as fuck. She was incredible. If I got a whole Scarlet Witch just solo movie, that'd yeah. be badass. Yeah, maybe it would explain to me why she's not a Russian anymore. Was she Russian in her first appearance? Yes! Because her and Quicksilver both have a thick, like, Romanian accent. Mm. And then directly from... Because that's in Age of Ultron. I never and then saw in, Age of Ultron. And then into, I mean, that has the coolest battle scene at the end. And that's what gives you the stakes for Civil War. Okay. But in Civil War, she's... As soon... Like, one movie later, she talks like an American. Interesting. But, I mean, it, it is extra canonical... The explanation by the director that she was being trained as a sleeper agent by Natasha. Okay. So she would have trained her to hide her accent. But that would not explain why, when they're on the compound, she's not using her voice. Like, she wouldn't just turn off her accent at all times. If she, had, Especially if she learned a new accent, she wouldn't just speak in the new accent. She would speak normally when she was with, like... The crew with with like in her place of work yeah. without having to hide. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that. And then, I mean, also, it's practice. If you yeah. just talk like that all the time. I, I mean, mean, it's just way. it's just extra stupid because it's yeah. not acknowledged in any of the movies. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just an oversight that just you know somebody just lost. Like yeah. I, I'm sure S- some dumb retcon. I'm sure if we it. fucking watch the deleted scenes in Civil War, it's like an offhanded mention yeah. in one of the deleted scenes. Oh, where's your accent? I lost it, Cap. Or so that, like, like her, like her paired with Black Widow talking about some shit. Like yeah, that, something like that. Some, some dumb thing that didn't even affect <laughs> the film uh, anyway. Like, uh, the other, like, I guess, well, it's not an ex machina, I guess it's a different kind like how Nebula and other Nebula somehow have like the same the same mainframe when they're on the same planet. Like what? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I can kind of get it since they're both um, like robotic constructs that are sort of biological. Still, I mean, it, 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 the way I, I kind of understood it was like. You know how sometimes if you're listening to music like on headphones or something, if there's a really powerful radio wave, you'll pick it up for like a split second. That's kind of how I how I imagined it. Since her consciousness and then the other consciousness are so near each other that they kind of interfered with each other. It's kind of how I understood it. But how could it pull her from the time-space jump? What fucking sense does that make? Yeah. But, but, uh, well, I, I think the I think what happened there is she missed her window. Since she couldn't jump out. Oh, I guess because she didn't put the suit on. Yeah. The suit has the... Yeah, because they had the synchronized exact time and when they had they to do it. They have, like, the, the, the pin... Clicker thing, yeah. clicker thing. Yeah, the pin particles, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking that, too. I was like, wait, wait. She missed it. Why doesn't she just do it? And then I realized, oh, she missed the window. <laughs> See, now we're getting to, like, what I really really loved 
is so at the start you have fully okay like like fully um at peace thanos yeah right and then i just love that the thanos we see later is thanos in the in the middle of his destruction in yeah, the middle of his his tyrancy before he's even seen an infinity stone when he's just slaughtering and searching yeah. and i love that slaughter weapon and when it shows that's him so, emerge so he just cool. wipes blood off and like yep. he's just he's just so ruthless and even in the battle at the end it is just it's such a different thanos fighting oh yeah he, it's like not not as much but yeah the um the like bloodlusted truly evil not looking for balance yet thanos has not like held power because yeah. because by the time you see him in infinity war he's had three stones for fucking forever yeah and like like has been searching and has just killed everybody on asgard and all that shit like you have him before he's lost his either one of his daughters to like her them abandoning or whatever that's a weird time frame to think of too like yeah when did gamora leave him? Yeah, it was it was the events of the first Guardians, because I I don't remember in like specifics. Oh no, that's right, that's right. Because in, in, in the first, because she joins like she joins the Star the Wars. Guardians. Yeah, but in the first movie, did, did they mention Thanos in the first Guardians? Yeah, yeah, it shows him sitting on the planet. He's on his like. I thought film. that was the end of uh, the first Avengers. No, you see, because what's uh, I can't well, remember. Th- Thanos makes his first appearance in the end of Avengers. Yeah, yeah, then Avengers came comes way before Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. But in um, uh, in during Guardians, I can't Ronan. Is Ronan, it the, yeah, yeah, the the, the, the the guy with the hammer, the ex, ex grand executioner. Or yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, whatever. The guy who Ronan. talks like there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with the fucking huge hammer. Because he's trying to get the stone to hand it to. Yeah, to get it over. Because the, the only people who can touch, like nobody else can touch it. Other, and then, for some reason, Quill is can touch it. Yeah. Because well, his dad is literally a whole ass planet. He's a master thief. <laughs> oh my god, that was so lame. <laughs> when she takes the thing from, knocks out Quill, yep. and she's all, takes his knife. Thing. What is that? The tool of a thief. <laughs> I, I did like that, like the scene where it was uh, the juxtaposition of him with the whole score behind him of the of the song he was dancing and singing to. It's just not just hard cut to him just singing to himself, just dancing in the mud. It was pretty pretty good, pretty interesting. That's. I mean, shout out to Chris, Chris Pratt, honestly. Fucking. Awesome. He's a great actor. He did. A, he's he's done a really good job with with Star He did Wars. exactly what you wanted him. to Hate him. You wanted to fucking hate him. Yeah, one hundred percent. If he had had a big part in this movie, I would have hated this movie because he absolutely. I mean, as he as he was written to, just destroyed the whole plan of the first movie. One hundred percent. That fight could have ended right fucking there. Yes, and if he shot. hadn't have intervened and attempted to save you more, then and that could have been. See, I I do see what you're saying. How he doesn't have more time mm-hmm. because. He's so much more emotionally charged in that final he's a scene. Human. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he's so mad. He's so angry. Yeah. And then you really see, like, a just Star Lord. Yeah, he's just kind of back to normal. Yeah, but, like, it's set. It, it is literally because of how Spider Man explains it when he sees Tony. He's like, it, it feels five seconds ago. Yeah. You were with. And so, like, yeah, it was like five seconds ago, Star Lord got knocked out while angry as fuck. Yeah. That his girlfriend had died. I, I think the fact that he saw. But he sees her Gamora. after. Like, like yeah. a good sequence well, after. He, he sees her during the fight. Exactly. But yeah. but he walks out all fucking hoity toity yeah, fucking. He ready walks to out fight. with his saunter with his fucking dumb pistol. Right next yeah. to fucking Batista. My Dude. fucking man. He was he's so the funniest good. shit when he's jumping on the big alien. That was my favorite scene it. of the whole movie. Just fucking runs at a dude and just starts stabbing him in the neck. Oh, bro, when that first portal opened oh. and they're just they're, they're coming out doing the fucking <clears throat> Wakanda chant. That's that so, so fucking cool, man. And then Valkyrie rides in on a goddamn Pegasus, dude. Yep. That whole scene's so dope. God, yeah. I love seeing Pepper in her iron... 
Iron Woman yeah. outfit. It was uh, so cool. It wasn't until after that I realized that that's what Stark was taking from, from his, his kit. It yeah. was like the purple. It was her mask, iron, yeah, yeah, like the purple Iron Man. It was suit. blue, Captain Color. Point. God damn it. Clay said purple. <laughs> it was purple. He even said it in the movie. It was purple. Uh-huh. Busted. Why Why would War Machine and Pepper be, pur- be blue? War Machine's gray. War Machine's like gray silver. War Machine is the red, white, and blue one. Not in the movie. Not in this one. In the well, I guess I didn't pay attention, but in every other fucking one, he's the fucking has the fucking always has the blue and then has the silver face. That's how it is in Iron Man three. Uh, he hasn't been that way in any. Uh, I guess I haven't fucking paid any. He's just been like attention. stark silver. The, there's literally like six the, people with a goddamn Iron Man suit yeah. in the final fight. Well, well, the whole the whole basis of War Machine is that he was the Mark. Two, I think, suit that was stolen in Iron Man Two. It was just the silver one, and they just put a minigun on it, and now it's War Machine. So, so the purple suit's going to be his daughter. That's pilot's going to be the new Iron Man. Uh, is his daughter? Uh, that would be so in why the purple does every suit. fucking buddy's lineage have to become a fucking crazy fighter? That's person. my. Th- it's That's not confirmed, but my theory is that his daughter's going to be the purple suit Iron Iron Woman. That would be cool. I I love. That would be three thousand. Made me tear up. Yes. A hundred percent. Every time they said Oh, one hundred percent when when the ghost of Iron Man said Love oh. You three thousand, I was like, no. <laughs> I love the chemistry when, between Robert Downey Jr. and, and the actress that played the daughter. They were so good oh, together. Can wait, we kinda of jumped ahead. Can we also talk about how the best scene in the whole movie was Thor? Captain and Iron Man versus Ruthless yes. Thanos. That was when such he a cool fucking scene. breaks Captain For America's sure. shield. Oh my god, that weapon is so that weird sword boomerang thing. You like double sword? Oh my god, that yeah. was so dope. That the way that when Cap when you finally see that Cap can is worthy of Mjolnir. Yeah, that was so how cool. Cap swings it where he doesn't swing he the grabs axe. It by like the he, wristband, yeah. like the yeah. wee wristband. He's like he's like. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's like whipping him with a hammer. Yeah. That was so, the fluid motion of that. That was like unbelievably fucking cool. Oh, it was wild. Clay just motioned for me to finish my beer. It is making me physically sick. <laughs> that's, Catch up. That's called alcohol, idiot. Also, Thor, what, Chris Hemsworth or whatever? Hemsworth, yeah. Hemsworth? He was wonderful in this movie. He was a very great. Value. Oh yeah, what? when he's poking the noobs <laughs> yeah. on fucking Fortnite, that shit's so funny. <laughs> I loved Pop Billy Thor. It was so funny. It was really great. I was <laughs> not expecting that so at we, all. We have beer literally sh- at all. I was not expecting that. We have beer on the ship. What kind? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I really enjoyed the uh, the scene where he and Rocket were back on Asgard, and it was a really humanizing moment for him. Oh, he's always just been like a, so like a sad. God. When yeah. he's talking to his mom, dude. Oh, that shit hurted. Fuck. But that was really great. He it's, was really good. Every, it, there was no actress or actor in this movie that was bad. Even yeah. uh, Brie Larson, who I didn't like from Captain Marvel too much, the movie itself. Yeah. I liked her as a character, but I didn't like the movies. But she was pretty good in this movie. And then when it ended in the last battle scene, she was really fucking Yeah, wild. when she yes. was... Like, when she Star Wars episode 8 that you can, ship. You can kiss my ass if you say that you remembered that she was in the movie at that time. Yeah. Because when that shot comes in, you're like, what What the fuck? Like, what is this beam of light? And then it gets yeah. murked, and you're like, oh, it's nuclear woman. Yep. That's so sick. Yeah, as soon as I saw her go through that ship, I was. I love, I love the, I love the gravitas and like the confidence that she holds above everybody else. Oh yeah, she's she's, untouchable. Yeah, she knows she's indestructible. She she just sees Peter Parker. She's like, Peter Parker, I think you have something for me. Yeah, like give me that shit. Fucking spider nuts. How are you you gonna get it over there? And then you have to have all the girls assemble. That was such a super female power moment when it's like obviously she doesn't need anything. She can just fly over there. Yeah, she's in a nuclear blast. Just Thanos did stop her. Thanos did. Yeah, Thanos does fight her and have a really decent fight for Beat sure. Beat her ass first. Because yes. once again, that is pure bloodlust, evil motherfucker, Thanos. That scene that immediately follows that, where Thanos goes, I am inevitable, and snaps and nothing happens, and then fucking Tony the man goes, 
I'm Iron Man. Snap. Oh, that that one hundred percent. I had holistically forgot about it. That's Whoa. what made me cry. I that was, was like, oh my. Such a good it was like all of the. So there's a lot of cool moments in all of the previous MCU movies. Yes. There's a lot of cool fights and everything. Every movie has but, a cool scene. But oh, yeah. no single scene in any MCU movie, in any Star Wars movie, in any of these fucking Harry Potter and anything, holds the emotional weight that the ha- second half of that final battle holds. Oh, when yeah. like you're really, they're really starting to lose. Like yes. people are really starting to die. And then when he finally gives his life mm-hmm. and knows what he has to do. That shit is, and the fact that the whole time he had the glove built into his hand, like he he the whole time he was scared to do it, and then the look from Doc Doctor Strange, he just knew he had to do it. He had to give his life. Yeah. He was the he, he the one universe was the universe when Tony Stark took his own life. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like that interaction between him and Doctor Strange. Is this the one where we win? Well, if I told you, it wouldn't happen. And then and then he just looks at him and he just says one like, like yep. not it's both signifying that this is the one and Whatever you're gonna you, know, do right you now. are the one yeah, life that exactly. it takes. But so, okay, so oh, speaking of Doctor Strange, that scene where I don't I don't know if they ever say her now. I'm sure they did, but when she Doctor Strange is like assistant or whatever equal takes out fucking Bruce Banner's oh that yeah that, that is the teacher of. Yeah. Doctor Strange from the Doctor Strange movie. Where she takes, <laughs> where she punches, so she, she punches Bruce Banner so out cool. of the Hulk. That was so fucking dope. I like towards the end of that sequence, they had him propped up in a chair with a sombrero over his head. <laughs> it was so funny. That was that was honestly very cool. And, yeah, that um, was that was a really really neat sequence. I had like, I mean, it had been forever since I've seen Doctor Strange. I had totally forgotten about that lady. I had never all. seen Doctor Strange. Oh, fair enough. It, I mean, it's other than understanding what the time stone is and yeah. stuff. It, I mean, it's not really like crucial. Yeah. It's it's not Thor Ragnarok. Like you really need to see Thor Ragnarok. I didn't see Thor Ragnarok. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Basically, the gravitas that it holds is that scene at the start of Infinity War mm-hmm. just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. But like the end of Thor Ragnarok is that scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it leads directly up to it, and then like you're you see it about to happen, and then it's immediately the carnage. If you watched it straight like that. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, dang that that was something we were talking about after is um talking about Chris Pratt's character Mm -hmm. is um uh the scene where he realizes Gamora is dead too mm-hmm. because they've erased every trace of that reality from I missed it from, I was peeing in the bathroom he, he was peeing <laughs> in, in a really cool scene I, I'm glad you were peeing in the bathroom <laughs> but they um, Gamora he, he's searching for Gamora on like mm-hmm. the database or whatever and she yeah. just doesn't exist because she, she doesn't and damn that was and then Thor Fat Thor just Fat comes in. Thor He's like, um, what's up? I'm the new leader. And then yep. Batista's funniest <laughs> line in the whole thing. He's all, you should have a trial by combat to choose the new captain. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm literally, really looking forward to Guardians of Galaxy 3. Yeah. You know the whole joke of the movies. He's the new leader, yes. Thor, oh, yeah. or Star-Lord. And that's, it's honestly, funny because it's Thor or Star-Lord or the real leader is definitely Rocket Raccoon. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's definitely the, the de facto leader. That, that sure. is so sick that, like... The, the whole dynamic shifts because you did have the I mean the the real leader was Star Lord and now you have like Gamora there's no lot of, not a love interest anymore she because no. because she cannot come back that is that is overemphasized with Black Widow and her that there is nothing that changes that their souls were traded yeah yep yeah that, they're uh, that is a tense part that is definitely sad like yeah oh, that fuck. that that whole sequence when they're uh, Wrestling with when they're wrestling and finding each other uh, to see who's gonna sacrifice themselves for the Soul Stone. That was that was a really good scene. Really uh, reminded me of the uh, the whole dynamic between the two of them in the first Avengers when they're both escaping the the Helicarrier at first because they both have to. Because at that time you still think that Hawkeye is evil, then he. 
wakes up after remembering all the good stuff about him and oh. Black Widow. Okay. So it so, was a, it was a cool like final circle, like full circle type thing. So I know there's a lot of um, stuff that needs to be written off for the whole logic of time travel and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, so do you remember as soon as it's all solved, Tony's dead, mm-hmm. funeral's over, and all that. It shows like Peter Parker going back to school, and everybody kind of get. How? Because, don't get me wrong, the people who died came back like it was five seconds. But for the Earth that they are on... It's been five years. It's been five years. Why would they still be going to the same school? How would the school function? How would the Earth function? Because it showed very clearly before that the people who survived, there wasn't a functioning Earth. There was destruction in the streets. There was trash piled up. And they are going back. When they are snapped back into reality, they are dropped back to where they were before, but in five years later, destroyed Earth. Hmm. That's a good point. And it, it, if, if it said that there was a time period, if it said like two years later or whatever, that would yeah. kind of make sense. But like Maybe a school, be out of high school yeah, like a school isn't functioning anymore. No. Like like it, it would take time and yeah. like. I know there's always suspension of disbelief and stuff, but for a movie that went so delicately into the detail, yeah. like that's a giant detail just thrown to the wind. I, I bet that there's some explanation. Like, you know, whenever Iron Man snapped, everything went back to how it was before Thanos invaded, so before the five years, but... I mean, they never fully explained. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. all conjecture. You, you would never know what he chose to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so th- it's kind of all all up to whatever. I mean, you yeah, want. yeah. That yeah. reminded me of Thanos's ending plan, where he's going to snap and just make a whole new fucking yeah. Movie. But where he's the only living thing, where he's God, and he's gonna make it in his image. That would have been crazy. Oh my God, he's I I love the lack of sense. That an unbattled, like an unbattle-hardened Thanos is, like he's still the ruthless tyrant that crazy. that slaughtered Gamora's entire family and all that shit. Like I, I, I love that that the, the, I honestly like that Thanos more than I love very human, lovable Thanos. I was going to say oh, that yeah. exact opposite. I was going to say I like Infinity War Thanos better than Endgame Thanos. Oh, Endgame yeah. Infinity War Thanos was a lot more. Not relate, or you could relate He's to him. He's definitely relatable. Yeah. Relatable, but Endgame is just a fucking war, war tyrant fucking just madman. Yeah, but he was a lot scary. Really hard to... Yeah, I, I loved how scary the warlord Thanos Yes. Was. I mean, it was awesome. It was definitely more awesome, but it was not as relatable. Yeah. Oh, oh! But, that, but how they made Thanos just so relatable the whole entire time, then Endgame just not relatable anymore, that was kind of a fucking... Can we also yeah. go back to talk about real quick? So, Clint, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, in the occurrences of the first Avengers, yes, he fights those aliens, shoots the aliens, fist fights the aliens, shoots the planes down and stuff. So why is he so fucking scared when they come running for him in the sewer? Because he was out. Because he, he, like he, he, he knows he could fight him. Because if you think back, I mean, he wasn't in Infinity War, but he was there for Avengers 1. In Infinity War, every single superhero fist fights one of those and beats yeah. the shit out of him. And he has his arrows, he could fuck them all up real quick. Bang, bang, bang. But he was in a very small hallway. Yeah, super, super confined. He didn't have his bow. He just had. He did have his bow because he ran and did the bomb thing. Yeah. And it didn't knock that one down. I guess that could have been it, because he did turn around and shoot the arrow, and then went... I thought he just threw the arrows. Or he might have just thrown the arrow, but with the explosion didn't hurt the thing, so I guess that could have been what it was. Uh, But it was was just so not that character of Hawkeye, because Hawkeye was like the fearless fucking... Yeah, he was always super stoic, didn't really care what happened. as, As soon as his family died. Like, the next thing you see is him just a ruthless killer. Like, that was, I, think, I think that was like, a good I mean, humanizing scene. Yeah, there was, like, yeah, that, I mean, that's true. It, it is three fucking but, monsters. Yeah. It wasn't that he was just also trying to run away and fight them because he was scared. He also had the stones. He that's was trying true. To he, he, he knew the infinity he, gauntlet. If he fall, then that was yeah. it. Yeah, he didn't know. It wasn't that he cared that he died right there because his family wasn't there, so he didn't care if he died, but... He was trying to protect protect That's another funny thing to think about. When Thanos snaps, this is I am inevitable and it doesn't work, who took him out? How did you take him out? His, uh, Stark's, Iron Man's 
glove took it out for him. Yeah, because he was like grappling with him and fighting him. I'm sure he just like, oh, okay, like pressed a button on his hand or rips something. it out of his hand, magnetized sure. him out or some shit. I don't the know. same way they took, they were like taking the glove off of his hand yeah. during the fight. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's just something you can't focus on or it would give it a, give the big reveal away. Yeah, it'd be like a, a zoom in slow mo shot. It'd be all six of them just snapping out. Because I knew how the movie is. ended, but even same. when. Thanos snapped. I was totally expecting something right there. Yeah. I did not know that Iron Man got the stones out of his hands. Right. Also, there. can we think about how badass the soldiers of Wakanda are? Because every like uh, T'Challa has adamantium. I'm uh, no vibranium. Vibranium. Vibranium suit. So he's in. I mean, he, yeah. can, he can take a whooping. Yeah. And he can run super fast all that shit. Everybody else is just a dude with a sword. <laughs> those and are just got so those are just shields and spears, vibranium and spears. shields and swords. Running against like giant alien monsters, They're especially brave. especially the one that Drax fucks up. Like oh the idea God, of running so a cat huge. with a sword and a shield. Oh. Especially since they have those weird things from Avengers One, like uh, the yeah, the, the, the fucking like space like, slug. Yeah, flying thing with yeah. lasers shooting out of their mouths yeah. and shit. Was, I, I always, I'll never forget that gif where uh, I don't remember who says it, but I'm bringing a party. Iron Man says I'm, I'm bringing you guys a party, and then uh, Black Widow says that doesn't look like a party to me, and then it just cuts to the the thing flying in. It's got like a party hat, and, <laughs> like streamers and shit all around. And I love that gif. That was, I mean, the Avengers assemble. Was mad corny, but that was so fucking that was awesome. So a full nut, a full nut, oh, especially yeah. since you have the full lineup of the children of Thanos standing on the other side, like ready to fuck everybody up. Yeah, I just I, wish I there would have been even a five second sequence of the like evil Hulk looking guy fighting Hulk. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah, could have been just like two seconds in that big fight, like yeah. just showed one throw the other or whatever, like. I loved when they first traveled back to New York when uh, Cap goes, Hulk, uh, I want to smash some stuff just to make it look believable. And he just goes over to the car and just goes, oh, oh, just tenderly taps it with his fist. So good. The, see, now, I'm a little skeptical and I'm sure it'll be great or whatever, mm-hmm. but I really know, like the next. There's gonna be another Avengers movie. Oh, there's absolutely. Avengers Four. They're, they're gonna do this for the end. Avengers Four is gonna happen. It it is confirmed. I just wish it was not called that. Yeah. Because it's not the Avengers anymore, and even the comics, that's not called the Avengers anymore. It's called like the new Avengers and shit. Yeah. Well, because I, the, the I leader, mean, in, in the, the new Avengers. leader is Spider Man, and when it is Spider Man, it is not the Avengers anymore. That's called the new Avengers. Yeah, well, I mean, throughout the whole of Marvel Comics, the Avengers take so many different uh, combinations of heroes True, but, but as this, the Avengers. In, if, if you're looking at this comic series, mm-hmm. you're using the one that this would be traced by, mm-hmm. the, this would signify the new Avengers. But very well, they could call the next movie. Who's in the new Avengers? The new Avengers Spider-Man? Like Mysterio? Is Mysterio in the new... Because no, Jake no, Gyllenhaal is coming. No, I can guarantee Mysterio dies in that movie. Because I am so stoked um, Jake I mean, if, if you're if you're if you're more aware of what Mysterio's powers are, you can see like the the villains of the trailers are like the uh, elementals. Mm-hmm. It's like the water and the wind. Yeah. Like that is Mysterio's power. Oh, okay. So like the bad guy is always Mysterio. Mysterio is in no form in any Spider-Man movie an anti-hero. That is a villain. And okay. it's just, I mean, it's going to be like Dr. Octopus or mm-hmm. the Green Goblin. It's going to, he's just a big bait and switch that he's actually the villain. He's fighting the elementals when in actuality he put the elemental there. Gotcha, and shit. Gotcha. Like, it's going to be the people you saw at the end. It's going to be Cap... The Falcon ass Captain America. I'm excited for that. You're gonna have still gonna have War Machine. You're gonna yep. have Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch probably won't be there anymore. She's probably gonna be. She's like, probably taking Black Widow's and, spot. And, and, and Tickle King. Yeah, yeah. She might still be there, but um, I could see Captain Marvel will not ever be one of them. She, she will always be the ex machina because she yeah. she does have that presence where she isn't a person. She's not. She's like she's like a god. She, she's like an entity. She's like, got to be she, everywhere. She's primordial. She doesn't particularly preside over the Avengers. She is not an Avenger. She's something much more. Yeah, yeah. But I, so so I, you I, have, I mean, it's gonna be 
Spider-Man leading, Falcon, Captain America, War Machine, Scarlet Witch, Thor is with Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think Hawkeye will stay. I think he'll be with his family. Yeah, yeah Hawkeye will. Yeah, definitely. There's no way that movie continues yeah, with him. No. Yeah, it, it'll, be, Bucky. it'll be Bucky. Bucky yeah, will definitely, definitely be one of them. Yeah, it'll be an interesting lineup for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's it'll, it'll be fun. To, it's definitely it, if you had another movie with Captain America and Iron Man, it'd be stale. It'd be so stale. Yeah, this, there there this are is a very good. Yeah, their arcs ended in Infinity War, and then the, they they had their true resolution in yeah. this movie. Uh, and th- I, that was the only scene that like a couple scenes got me, but when Captain America. When Falcon asks, "Do you want me to tell him? Do you want to tell me about her?" and he says, "No," that made me cry. Dude, I was like, "Oh my lord, this is the cutest shit in the fucking world!" And fuck this fucking stupid movie. <laughs> I love when he when he gave uh, Falcon the shield. Feels like it belongs to someone else. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, so cool. I don't even. At, at that point, I was like. I didn't even think about the logic till after. I didn't even care. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> exactly. this is so sweet." Yeah, that was that that whole epilogue was so well done. I, I love the scene with Happy and and the daughter. You hungry? I want cheeseburgers. <laughs> you know, your dad could really put those away. <laughs> that that made me think of uh, the first thing he asked for when he's back on American soil is American cheeseburgers. In Iron Man 1. Good full and, circle. Uh, that just makes me think of that one episode of Family Guy when they're making jokes about John Favreau <laughs> and they're like, every movie John Favreau produces, he himself is in it. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's happy. He's in it. Yes, he is. Well, Dr. Chain. Oh, good. Oh, good. I was going to say, not to change subjects. This is really off base. Did he do Cowboys vs. Aliens? John Favreau? Yeah. For some reason, I uh, I have him and that shitty 2008 sci-fi movie associated with each other. God, fuck that movie so hard. The movie was so bad. I saw that on a date in like eighth grade or whatever the yeah, fuck that, that was. Yeah, uh, I saw with my dad. I saw that on my birthday. You were on a date with your dad? Uh-huh. It's called butt fucking your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, Garrett, for the first time in your life, you were 100% right. Really? The director of, of Cowboys vs. Aliens is, in fact, John Favreau. Holy shit. You know the movie when Daniel Craig, with his fist, beats an alien to death? Yeah, that movie was butthole garbage shit. Yes, I mean, can... like Independence Day, where Will Smith fucking butt flips that alien? <laughs> Bro, Bad you ass. have... That sucks so bad. Daniel Craig, Clancy Brown, Paul Dano, Adam Beach, Sam Rockwell. Like, it's like Olivia Wilde, Keith yeah. Carradine. Like, there's such an amazing cast, and that movie is just like somebody just filled my mouth with pee. Clay is peer pressuring me to finish this beer, and I cannot finish this beer. Okay. Y'all guys aren't going to see this, but give it to me. Thank you, Dad. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Bryce is double-fisting both of them into his mouth right now. Wild, man. Okay, so probably the end of the podcast. We went over, I know we're missing some stuff, like Thor seeing his mom again, which was super emotional and super yeah. sad, but we can't cover the fucking three-and-a-half-hour movie. No, it's just what no, we'll, stuck we'll, out to us. Yeah, we'll be here for three-and-a-half hours. Plus, we're yeah. drunk, so I know we're missing shit. Yeah. But whatever. That saying, one, thumb, one thumbs up, two thumbs up, Whatever. Give your rating a thumbs up. Give it. In thumbs Bryce. up. Bryce. Alright. Or th- 1 to 10. Give it. Send it. Give it a 1 to 10. Good old fucking IMDB style. I'd, I'd give it like a, like a, a high 9. Like a 9-6. It's not a perfect movie. There's bullshit in it. Yeah. But it definitely exceeded my expectations. It's not like when you watch a Star Wars movie and there's a movie that's good just because you love Star Wars. Like, yeah. I love the MCU. I love the comics. I watch all of it. But... It was a good that movie. That was a good goddamn movie. Yes. It did have a lull. Every fucking movie has a lull. The Departed has lulls. Yeah. But without a doubt, that movie is start to finish a good movie, tells a good story, has a lot of emotional stakes put into the big battle scenes that it does bring, including the biggest battle scene in any MCU movie. Fucking By badass far. shit. By 100% far. I'll say 9.6 out of 10. 
I would have to go with the Naiju. That first fucking... So the first ten minutes was fucking awesome. Yes. Then our, our ten minutes for fucking hour, who knows how long. The fucking blue ass. It was so fucking boring. <laughs> Bryce and I looked at each other like, is this whole movie fucking like this? Oh, yeah, I definitely looked over and I was like, is this movie going to suck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Bryce, I was totally expecting to be that one fucking person on the internet. It's like, this fucking movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for that while, but yeah, it, but it, it came definitely back got so me a hard. Uh, definitely an eight and a half to a nine out of ten. I fucking love it. Two thumbs up. Hour boring. Out of three and a half hours, one hour was boring, but it was still essential to the fucking plot. Yeah. So for sure. I love it. So yeah, eight and a half to nine out of ten. What about you? I'm gonna say, I I, I mean I think that any sort of like. I think anything after a nine is all just kind of like it's hard to be a fucking ten out of ten. Exactly, it's so I don't hard. know a movie that's a ten out of ten. I can't think of one, and I think that anything other than like just a straight nine or even a nine point five is just bullshit. I mean, like, what makes a nine point nine movie better than, than a fucking ten? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go just like a straight solid nine. I was I really enjoyed a lot of aspects about the movie. There was some stuff that I thought was bullshit, like like the whole. Hulk with the kids thing I thought was a little it was kind of funny though it, well, it was it was yeah, a little I funny mean, but I, I definitely should say because there's also Captain America fighting Captain America yeah like how does that not just destroy the entire other timeline exactly like, it doesn't affect his because timeline because he uh, no he effectively swords him at the end that little troll just shit like, that's true yeah what? He the scepter from uh, Avengers 1 that Loki had oh yeah. If he didn't scepter him, then it would completely destroy it, but since he scepter okay, him... Okay, see, yeah. shit like that that I didn't even notice. That's why this movie sits at a nine, for sure. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's a whole lot that was so well done. There wasn't much that I thought was bad. I, I think overall... There was no bad point in the movie. It was no, just some boring There was parts. some boring stuff, yeah. I, I definitely agree. I Yeah, I'm going to stick with the nine. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um... I think it was a really good way to end this arc of the MCU. I'm just saying MCU universe is a thousand million percent better than fucking any Star Wars Star Wars universe by a fucking billion percent. Could not even begin to agree more. After watching that movie and knowing that Star Wars comes later this year, all I can think is that there's not even a shred of chance that the Star Wars movie could even remotely get close to how good this movie was. Oh, hell no. There's Fuck no. no way. Fuck no. There's, there's literally not ever been and never will be Star Wars content that is better than Infinity War and Endgame. That's like just Thor, true. Ragnarok, or Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I know you could look me in the eyes and tell me the fucking Clone Wars series. There are really good episodes, but there is at least... Forty-seven percent of that show that blows ass. Uh, I would I would venture to say that seventy-five percent of that show is bullshit. There's, oh yeah. There's a good there's a good twenty-five percent that is just immaculate, untouchable. It is amazing, but the rest of it's just bullshit. But even that twenty-five is not better than Endgame. Hell no. no. It's, Fuck it's a kid show. It's a kid show. It's a cool kid show, but it's a kid show. But. So all we're saying is from last episode is fuck Star Wars. Love you, MCU. <laughs> this is 3-1 Podcast. We love you guys. Thank you for listening.